Hello, innovators. I'm Todd Wyant, and welcome to the Bridging the Gap podcast presented by Applied Software Great Tech Group. You're invited to join our conversation to model the future of construction innovation and the digital transformation adventure of this great industry. I am excited to continue our special podcast series that we recorded live from Autodesk University 2023. My guest in this conversation is my fellow Great Tech colleague, Brandon Ayanada. He's the Senior Solution Director for Strucksoft. He is passionate about the world of offsite construction and has a wealth of experience to go along with it. All right, welcome to AU, Brandon. Excited to have you here on the show. Uh, tell us a, a little bit about you for those that don't know you and what brings you to AU this year. Sure, absolutely. Thanks for having me, first of all, uh, Todd. Um, yeah, my name is Brandon Iannata. I'm the um, uh, Senior Director for the Strucksoft line of products at Graytech. Uh, this is, I think, my 10th AU. So I've, I've been doing this a <laughs> little a while. Time with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so coming into this, uh, you know, that's brand at the Design and Make conference this year. Uh -huh. What gets you excited about the direction that Autodesk is going and stuff that's already happened in day one so far? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, again, I've been doing this for so long and it, it's it's been an uphill battle kind of promoting that offsite construction and that whole design make kind of thing. And it's really really cool to see Autodesk, you know, going in that direction and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, in, the really the direction the industry is going because mm -hmm. uh, more and more we're, we're, we're seeing customers and clients that are either making the change or that are, you know, new customers coming on that are startups and they want to build offsite. So it's, it's cool. The design make thing is really taking hold. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so one of the big trends recently has been not super recently, but picking up steam, I should say, is the convergence of construction and, and manufacturing. Yeah. That's where you guys really play right at the heart of that with Strucksoft. Uh, what's the, the big trend as of late that people should be aware of with that? Uh, great question. I mean, uh, coming from the software side of things, the, that is um, always, I think, most important when we're looking at that entire ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of companies, we, we see them kind of jump two feet first and they either go and buy some machinery without realizing kind of how they're going to power that machinery and how they're yeah. going to send that data to the machinery to be able to, you know, build what they're designing. So um, that kind of um, link is super important. Uh, but what we're seeing now, what the real trend is, is, is kind of that data connectivity, uh, cloud data connectivity and um, the sharing of that data uh, across all aspects of the business is, is beginning to be um, more and more important for a lot of companies. Before it was very siloed and now companies are kind of, they, they, they want full integration, uh, you know, ERP, uh, obviously accounting, manufacturing is one, but I mean, it's, it's, it, it's really growing and the ecosystem within those companies are growing as well. Mm -hmm. Do you see, you know, traditionally silos have been a, 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 a bugbear, <laughs> yeah. a huge feature of, of yeah. the construction industry. Yeah. Do you see those walls kind of coming down in construction uh, across the board or in certain segments more easily? I'd say across the board. Um, it's really interesting because, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we were talking to customers. Everybody thought they were doing something like super top secret when they're, you know, <laughs> building offsite. And, you know, they, everybody had their secret sauce, we call it. Yeah. Um, but now more and more, you know, 
uh, customers are opening up the factories and, and sharing some of the knowledge, sharing some of the information, not all of it, but which is understandable. Everybody wants mm -hmm. a competitive edge, but we're seeing that kind of movement towards something bigger, right? So mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's really interesting. So the silos are definitely coming down in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think offsite's a, an interesting topic too, because people, there's a lot of uh, different thoughts and, and misconceptions around mm -hmm. when you get into offsite and industrialized construction and prefab and uh, are they the same? Or are they not the same? What do you see as the, the biggest misconception that people get wrong about this space? I, well, I think every time I mention offsite, everybody thinks immediately to uh, modular construction, right? Mm -hmm. It's the most recognizable, absolutely. But we have to think about offsite manufacturing, offsite construction rather, as more than just, you know, giant modulars being, or modular uh, volumetric buildings being, you know, put together like Lego blocks. It's, it's not the case, right? Offsite construction can be something like, you know, cable trays and things like that. These, these mm -hmm. things are being built off-site, they're being brought in and installed in a very efficient manner. So that's one way, obviously, in our industry, which is mostly framing, uh, panelization is one of those things that we're seeing, you know, so customers bringing in uh, just wall panels, standing them up on-site, it's, uh, again, you know, it's a huge time saver. So it, it, it isn't always modular, it often is, mm -hmm. but it isn't always modular, and I think that's the biggest misconception. You know, I speak to anybody and they think, oh yeah, modular building, mm, no. There's a lot of, you know, separate nuances and, and separate types of, of, of offsite manufacturing. Yeah, for sure. I think it's an interesting dynamic, too, because uh, people, uh, you know, it's getting its time in the sun now more than what it ever has. And mm -hmm. so it, it has this feeling that it's it's almost like this new concept mm -hmm. when really it's it's been around for oh decades forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know exactly how long it's been, long, been around, but I know, you know, if you look at the root of it, you're, you're talking 50 years, probably at least that it's been, yeah. you know, part of the market. You look at, um, you know, offsite uh, built man camps for mm -hmm. uh, mining corporations and, uh, you know, oil and gas, that sort of thing. That's been around forever. Right. right? Um, now it's taking more of a kind of commonplace um, part of the industry in, you know, single family residential, mm -hmm. multifamily residential, seeing a lot of hospitality, you know, hotel buildings going up in, in a modular or offsite fashion. So um, that's becoming more interesting. I mean, if we, if we want a perfect example, we look at, you know, the Nordics where 80% of the res, you know, residential market is mm -hmm. built offsite. Mm -hmm. So it's not new. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think it's getting its, its time in the sun right now in a way that it hasn't Oh. in the, the last couple of decades. I mean, there's a million reasons to that. Um, obviously, the big one that everybody talks about is the, the um, skilled labor shortage mm. is huge. Um, of course, sustainability is massive. When you're building off-site, you're saving on materials, you're saving on transport, you're saving on uh, labor costs, of course. Mm. Um, and, you know, that competitive edge, again, I think is, is, is a big one. You know, everybody's looking for their competitive edge. So if you can do something better, why not? Yeah. So I'm going to throw out a couple of buzzwords here with coordination and collaboration. Yeah. How does uh, how Strucksoft come alongside of people to, to really help the, the project move forward on, on both those fronts? And what's the what's the nuance on those buzzwords from sure. Strucksoft? From a coordination standpoint, I mean, um, really super important. You know, if we if we go back a decade or so ago, the subcontractors were not being brought into these this this 
BIM, you know, mm-hmm. ecosystem whatsoever. So there was no, it was, you know, again, very siloed. It was no real true established coordination. So now we're seeing wall and ceiling um, contractors being brought into these BIM projects early on mm-hmm. to do their work in the project and essentially find a lot of the errors that, you know, we've all been talking about for the last 10 years through BIM coordination, but really they're finding these errors uh, before they get out to site and making, you know, work a lot easily, easier. Uh, as far as what was coordination and collaboration, collaboration, yeah, yeah the two C's, um, the two C's. I mean, again, they're kind of one and the same for me, right? You, when you're collaborating with with multiple trades on a project, that's one um, real hot topic nowadays. But you know, to go back to the coordination standpoint, it's not just coordination between trades, but also coordination of the life cycle of the project from the initial uh, design all the way out to. Uh, you know, final erection. And that's something that we focus a lot on at Shrugsoft is, you know, how are we sequencing these wall panels, for instance, to be manufactured and at what stage? And oftentimes the wall panel sequencing is actually happening before, you know, any type of framing is done in a model. When we're just looking at an architectural model, we're already planning out how things are going to happen in the factory and be delivered on site. So that's a big coordination part of, uh, part of it. Yeah, how do you bring that into reality of really being well thought out several steps ahead yeah. uh, and not just kind of running by the, the seat of your pants? I mean, software's a big one. If I look back at what customers have been doing traditionally, I mean, it's Excel spreadsheets and all types <laughs> of misery, right? <laughs> but nowadays, uh, we see a lot more uh, collaborative and connected um, tools to allow us to do this. Um, and, and with, uh, you know, the industry moving towards uh, cloud data sharing and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, we're, we're really seeing that take hold. And um, so, you know, from a Struxsoft standpoint, we have a multitude of cloud tools that allow us to do exactly that, you know, sequence the construction or the pre-construction before it's even designed. And then from there, uh, take it all the way out to, you know, pallet stacks and, and packs putting them on a truck or a virtual truck and then creating that bill of materials or that, um, you know, those loads essentially uh, before anything is actually built. Yeah. Nice. Look into your your crystal ball for me. Mm. Looking out five years, what's the the, uh, state of industrialized construction? Uh, I think it is going to be even more commonplace. I think it's I don't think it'll be the standard in five years, but I think in 10 years, mm. you know, I, I think we're going to see this take hold as as the the, the standard. Um, it's really going to be the only way, I believe, to build within a decade. Um, just with the way things are going with the labor shortage, the way, you know, we are more conscious about the materials we use mm. uh, and how we deliver these, uh, you know, these construction builds. I think it's it's really going to take um, take hold. What is the kind of the biggest uh, block in the way right now to keeping us from from reaching that that vision? I don't think there's a block per se. There's no. I don't think there's much of a technology gap. Okay. Right. I I think it's just about putting the work in at you know at these companies, with our clients, mm-hmm. um, you know, within our own business to be able to to, to, to hit those kind of uh, targets and get the work done, right? It, it's a massive shift mm-hmm. in the way that we build, um, but it's a necessary one. So I think it's just about, you know, putting the time in. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you brought up sustainability earlier. What's Struxoft doing in the sustainability state to help really make construction uh, a more kind of eco-friendly, sustainable? Absolutely. I mean, so a big part of what we're uh, working on now is really grabbing the information from the machinery that we're sending the CNC output to yeah. and, you know, gathering uh, information such as run times, material waste uh, and that sort of thing to be able to really kind of refine that whole process and be the most efficient possible. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's about giving that data to our customers and allowing them to make the tweaks and changes to their manufacturing process to be able to to, to, to be more sustainable and cut down on that, that you know, material waste or or labor waste. Mm-hmm. Nice. So as a fellow gray tecker, you should appreciate this question. What is modeling the future? look like to you <laughs> uh great question it's a, it's a i think it's a big answer you know i really do um to me it's 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 a really it's a collaborative cloud environment i don't think that any one platform is going to really dominate the future of of design mm-hmm. um i think you know the way that autodesk is moving and a lot of other software uh, developers are moving is to be able to take multiple data sources and connect them together right mm-hmm. i think that's going to be one of the big things that we see in the next few years mm-hmm. nice uh so we focus a lot on construction innovation here what does uh, innovation what does that really mean to you um I just innovation. I, I think it's really doing things better, uh, coming up with newer, better ideas to to solve old problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the the next step in innovation for offsite? Uh, wow, these are great questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next step of innovation offsite. Um, I mean. I don't want to say AI because it's such a buzzword nowadays, but it may be that, you know, I I think that there's potentially a play to uh, use machine learning um, to basically find that ultimate efficiency when it comes to Mm. manufacturing. Mm. I'm sure it's something that's already been done in certain industries. So it's just a question of how do we apply it to this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think that's good. that brought that up at the keynote this morning too on all the, the manufacturing AI that's that's happening and how do we pull that over into the AEC space. So Absolutely. I think it's coming. I think it's coming for sure. No doubt. Uh, how do people find out more information on Struxoft and get in touch with you? Absolutely. So you can find us on uh, greattech.com or struxoftsolutions.com. Of course, uh, uh, asti.com, we're there as well. Uh, and uh, you can get in touch with me uh, via email or LinkedIn, uh, Brandon Ionetta. Awesome. Well, final question for you, Brandon. Sure. If I could give you all construction power, you could snap your fingers and innovate one thing. What would you pick to innovate? Oh, wow. <sighs> snap my fingers and innovate one thing. Yeah. Careful with great power comes oh, great responsibility yeah, here. Uh, I'm seeing things go sideways <laughs> quick, let me tell you. Um, honestly, I think one of the bigger, the, the, the harder issues to solve is, is speed. You know, I think that we're moving a lot faster nowadays than, you know, our hardware even lets us. Mm. So, mm. you know, if, if, if I could work on any one thing would be, you know, improving the ability for us to, 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 to leverage all of this data, you know, mm. model sizes are just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. We need to be able to, to, to use that better. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's a practical way to end. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Thanks for joining, Brandon. (laughs) No worries. Thanks again. Awesome. 
And now it's time for my Todd takes from this episode. First take, the utilization of cloud data connectivity for sharing data presents a tremendous opportunity within the construction industry. Second take, offsite construction is not a new concept. It's a well-established and proven methodology that's ready for prime time. Final take, mapping out the manufacturing requirements within the architectural model at the earliest stages, well before the actual physical construction begins is the goal that the industry should be striving towards. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you are interested in learning more, you can visit our sponsor, Applied Software Great Tech Group at asti.com for more information. You can listen to this podcast anytime by simply going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, be sure to check out our website, bridgingthegappod.com. As always, I'm Todd Wyant, thanking you for joining the conversation to model the future on the Bridging the Gap podcast. Keep innovating. Bridging the Gap is hosted, directed, and produced by Todd Wyant, edited and produced by Eric Daniel. Bridging the Gap is an Applied Software Gray Tech Group production. Copyright Applied Software Gray Tech Group 2023.